I'm Greg Berard, and welcome to my podcast on living a full life. It's become my mission to live an amazing life, to be the best version of myself that I can be, and to inspire others to be the best versions of themselves, and to create the lives that they want to live. This podcast is a narrative of my own personal journey, along with rich and meaningful conversations with truly successful people, exploring how to build great wealth while maintaining balance for family, love, health, parenting, purpose, and passion. So please join me. Let's take this journey together to uncover what it really means to live a full life. Most of the work that I discuss on this podcast is internal, emotional, spiritual work. But this weekend, I experienced a physical and tangible reminder of just how important this work is. I recently spoke about my new full life mantra, I am deliberate. I feel that being deliberate is a core principle for a happy and fulfilling life. Deliberate means to be conscious and intentional. And for me, that means being the CEO of my own life. That means that I think long and hard about what I want out of life and how I want to show up. And while this deliberateness applies to the deep and important questions of my life, it also applies to the more mundane daily habits and routines and behaviors. Much of the time, I don't see or feel immediate changes resulting from my deliberate or even lack of deliberate behavior. But this weekend, I experienced the perfect physical manifestation of not being deliberate. And it hurt like freaking hell. It all began after I rubbed my eyes last week and felt a little bit of pain. The pain wouldn't go away, so I examined my eye a little bit closer and I found a little red bump on the inside of my eyelid. I knew that if I looked on WebMD, I would discover that I had cancer, so instead of falling down that rabbit hole, I thought I would be a little bit more intelligent and use a teledoctor to see if it was something urgent or if I could just wait it out. The call started out fairly normal. The doc explained that he wasn't an internist and regurgitated the usual terms and conditions of the call. I wondered briefly why I wasn't talking to an optometrist considering that the pain was specifically inside my eye, but I allowed that thought to pass as the doctor continued through his spiel. He concluded, After reviewing the pictures you sent, you appear to have a sty. Okay, he didn't actually talk like that, but, you know, for dramatic purposes and all. Then the second red flag appeared as he told me that an ophthalmologist friend of his once told him that to help clear a sty faster, you should use a little baby shampoo in the eye to clean the area. My first thought was, Strange to give me a diagnosis and treatment based on something a friend told you years ago, but I guess the prescription makes sense. Baby shampoo will clean the eye, and I'm assuming it'll be gentler than regular shampoo. The doctor then explained that I should wash my hands thoroughly and apply a small drop of baby shampoo directly on my finger and dab it gently in the eye. Then close it so that the soap can really clean the entire region of the eye and inner eyelid. Again, this all sounded a bit strange to me, but I trusted blindly because, well, He's a doctor, and I'm just a layman, right? I had trepidation, but I did exactly as he told me to do. And let me just say that I am so glad that my kids have never gotten that soap in their eyes because holy shish kebab. I tried to flush out the soap, but no amount of water would do the trick. It burned like nothing I've ever felt before. And for the rest of the day, I kind of looked like Popeye with one eye closed. The sty was a mild inconvenience before, and now it had become a constant physical reminder that being purposeful, intentional, and deliberate does not only apply to deep and meaningful life questions, but to practical ones as well. I know better. I know that just because a doctor tells you something doesn't mean that it's outright correct. I know that teledoc services in particular are lacking, and that maybe I should have done a little bit of homework. If I did, I would have discovered that this doctor was not too far off, that baby shampoo is indeed regularly used for external styes 
The problem was that I had an internal sty. I also would have learned that you don't just apply baby shampoo to the eye, but that you dilute it with a little warm water and apply a tiny amount with a swab or a Q-tip to the eyelids with eyes closed. I also would have learned that styes go away by themselves in about a week, and the best way to treat them is with a gentle, warm, moist cloth and nothing else. Okay, so I messed up. And now I look a little bit like Dom Wiganowski from There's Something About Mary. Thankfully, I have now taken the proper action, and I'm taking care of my poor, poor eye. But the point is that it's sometimes difficult to see and feel the progress from this deliberate work that I'm doing. Sometimes it's difficult to feel the success or failure because in many ways, this work is so ephemeral and esoteric, but my eye is a perfect physical reminder of how important this work is. Living unconsciously may not result in a horrible life, but it is one that is not deliberately chosen or lived. Living unconsciously is listening to others without making your own decisions about what gives you happiness. Living unconsciously slowly creates a life of mediocrity and pervasive unhappiness and dissatisfaction. It may be difficult to see because, like myself, I distract myself with work or fancy dinners, first-class vacations, and expensive bottles of champagne. Sometimes it takes a painful and physical reminder, like a sty in the eye, a physical pain that there is no distraction or avoidance of that helps you look in the mirror, frightened by what you see, and helps you wake up to the fact that you are living unconsciously. And unconscious living creates pain, unhappiness, and discomfort. And only when you begin to live consciously and intentionally can you begin to make the right choices that help you heal, move on, and live the life that you are meant to live. As always, I'm working hard to live a more deliberate life. And I pray for my eyes' sake that I don't forget this important and painful lesson. As Jersey Gregorick says, hard choices, easy life. Easy choices, hard life. By making the hard, thoughtful, conscious choices, I take control over my life heal, grow, inspire, and live an abundant life of purpose, joy, presence, and meaning. So, till next time, be deliberate, my friends, in all areas of your life. I know I will, and I know my eyes will thank me. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast and would like to help support it, the best way to do so is to leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Not only do I read every one of them, but Leaving a review will hopefully help increase the visibility of the podcast, which means that it will help reach other listeners that are also trying to discover what it means to live a full life. Additionally, part of the reason for creating the podcast was to start a conversation with others around the world. So if you'd like to connect, please visit me at gregberard.com. That's G-R-E-G-B-E-R-A-R-D.com and sign up for my newsletter. Not only will you be up to date on the latest podcasts and guests, but you'll also receive my personal blog, shared resources, and other media that I plan on releasing over time. The email you receive will also come from my personal email address, so I'm happy to have a dialogue personally by responding directly. Lastly, I'd love to connect with you on Twitter and Instagram, and all of my social handles are available on my website, gregberard.com. Thanks for listening.